Dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity to, to come and worship you this morning and to dialogue and to get into your word. I pray that you would um, just bless us. It's my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I've got a question for you. What does communication with your best friend look like? What does communication with your best friend look like? I want you to think about that question uh, for a few seconds. And then in your groups, I'd like you to actually talk about this, discuss it. What does communication with your best friend look like? So, go. All right. Um, Here's what I like to do. I'd love for someone, if someone in the room would, wouldn't mind either sharing what they stated or sharing what they heard, uh, share with the rest of the class. What does communication with your best friend look like, or maybe sound like, or any of the above? Anybody? Yeah, sure. Fine. Some of the, the um, things we came up with is it's comfortable conversation, okay. um, and it's transparent. If it's a best friend, you share things that you probably wouldn't share with other people. Okay. Um, it's at least more frequent. You touch base more often. Okay. And uh, you listen. <coughs> you're interested in what they have to say, so you can help them out. So you you talk to your best friend a lot. Okay. Not as much as I'd like to. Okay. I, I I'm not. By the way, I'm not questioning you. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, type of thing. Do you? Do, does anyone here text? Are you? Do you text your? your is, is there a lot of texting going on? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh right, yeah. Because you're a youper. A transplant. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always messaging but it's never a hi how you doing it's just you just jump into the conversation oh that's really interesting yeah that's true like you don't have like the flowery like we used to write letters you know dear jim you know right yeah now are you put off by that no. you're not like well that's abrupt you don't do anything like that, right? Right, right, right. right. No, that's good. No, that's really good. That's good. Anybody else? I was just thinking yeah. something. Um, my, one of my friends, um, if the phone rings and I can't get to it, and then I call her back, and yeah. I say, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't you know, answer, answer your call. I was doing such and such, yeah. you know, or I was on the phone with, with Bethany or something like that. Yeah. And she'll say, it's okay. Our friendship is like that. I know you call back. Right, right. So we can... You can just hang know. up, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, something." Like that. We know that that, we're, that yeah. we can talk to, them, to each other. I, you know, the, reading each other's minds. I mean, you know what they're thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's another thing too. That's interesting. You, can you are you like the people you're really close? Can you read their minds in social situations without speaking? Like that's kind of freaky too, right? You just look, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And this is really interesting in our society today. I think offense trumps intent. Isn't that wild? You're like, oh, I wasn't. I didn't mean that. It doesn't matter. I was offended. You know, like, okay. Especially in texting. Right. You can't see their facial expression. So you don't know exactly or how their emotions are or how their voice is raised or lowered. So you are like instantly, what do they mean? 
Right, and we're not even talking about the times where you text stuff you didn't mean to text because Siri misspelled it. <laughs> One time my dad texted me something that was very inappropriate. He's like, I'm so sorry. I never said that, you know. How could she say that to you? I'm like, sorry, Dad. I didn't figure you'd say that. Elder Bernard, you know. That's so you know, funny. I, I think it has given me pause to send a text because I start texting and right. I start thinking that. Like, hey, what is that person going to think? Right? Yes. Because I'm a big jokester, and so if I put a joke in there, right. they might take that as literal. Yeah. And I don't know if I can get a JK out quick enough. Yeah, yeah. Say, <laughs> right. Line two. Yeah. I, you know, but I, this day and age, you know, it's just weird that you have to be ultra-sensitive to what you're saying. Yeah. Because of what somebody but, else is going to perceive. But, Conrad, like, in your best friend, it's almost like they're biased towards you. They're always giving you the benefit of the doubt. So, you know, like, oh, that's not what I mean. Of course you didn't. Because they're just so comfortable and so safe in their relationship, you know? That's just really, really intriguing. Well, we're going to talk more about um, relationships today. Uh, but, but next we're going to do is we're going to actually have a prayer time for our class. And, uh, Brenda, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what we want you to do, speaking of best friend and speaking of communication, we're having prayer time. And we're going to use our little sticky notes that you see here. Everyone can have pink and green. This is our prayer parking lot. So what I would like you to do is, Lord, I need, what's a prayer request you got? Maybe it's a personal prayer request. Maybe it's something for your family. Maybe it's something for a friend. Um, write that on, on these pink and I can put more um, so write your requests down um, for Lord, I need, on your pink ones. On the green ones, Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Those are our thank yous for the Lord. So write those down as many as you want. And when you're done doing that, um, go put them up in the appropriate place in your parking lot. Um, we'll put them up on the board. So it's supposed to be one through, one through. Okay, here's my question. Okay, this is an either or type thing, but I, so, so uh, here, here's, here's the statement. My prayer life is best described as someone giving a sermon or someone having a great conversation with another person. My prayer life is best described as someone giving a sermon or someone having a great conversation with someone. Okay, go ahead and discuss. You like a continuum on that? Well, feel free. I'm not going to call you out. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Again, the question was, my prayer life is best described as someone giving a sermon or someone having a great conversation. Now, was there anyone in this class that had a problem with that either-or type thing and would like to amend that a little bit, Laddie? <laughs> I'm not going to call. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. No, but anyway, come on, share, share with the class. What, what, what do you guys think about it? How, 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 did, how did you guys process that question? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, so, 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 we all hope that we look at 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's how ours was. Okay. Oh, so you're having this conversation all the time. Good. You keep your eyes open while you're driving? Okay, that's good. You're a faith driver, you know. That's good. My daughter would say that sometimes. Daddy, why is your eyes open? Well, I'm driving, sweetheart. You don't want me to. And why are yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the great epic question. Anyone else? We said Ken? We, we want the conversation, that's what we want to do. Sure. But oftentimes we don't lis- listen enough. Ah. Okay. So it's, in a way it's almost like a sermon. <laughs> ah. Because we're doing most of the talk. Okay. Also, maybe if I asked a different... Let me ask you this. If I asked you this question, would that change things for you? If I were to say, my prayer life is more one way or two way in communication... Would that change things? Really? Oh, well, tell me why. I'm curious. Like, why is that? Sometimes when you're praying beside your bed, you're ready to go to bed, you're just talking to God, saying what you feel that you need to say before going to bed. Oh. Okay, so it's like a checklist? Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for being real, Sherry. That's the I mean, yeah. Got that done. I go to bed. Yeah, yeah. If you go back to the texting, <coughs> if you text and text and text and they don't reply, how do you start to feel about it? Mm-hmm. Like, right. What happened? What's wrong? What's going on? Uh huh. But it, we, it's hard to hear his reply. It's hard to stop and wait and hear the reply. Oh, so you don't want to wait? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. No. It's like I'm picking on. Why are you picking on him? Uh, you get worried when they don't text back. Yeah, right. What's that? When they don't text you back, you get worried when they. She's she's saying she's talking about this. Before we left the room, just a little while ago, when she'd gotten a new phone. Uh huh. I didn't know she'd gotten a new phone. I had texted her, and no response. I texted like five more times, no response. I tried calling twice, no response because she was transferring. Oh, she didn't and tell I you. No. Why didn't she tell her? What kind of mother are you? Over, like, a few hours later. Yeah. So right. Because you, you start going down a, your mind. Yeah. That's interesting. So it bothers you when you don't get to talk to someone you care about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're so used to such a quick response from people. Right. Then when God doesn't answer us right away, sometimes we're like, well, is he listening? Oh, so you need like 30 second response time. Has he transferred his phone? I'm just saying. No, that is kind of. Now, now tell me if you would agree or disagree with me. With this new technology, it's almost like we have our people on our shelves, like they're, like they're seasoning. Like, yeah, I need paprika now. And you text, right? And you're like, come on, you know. Respond, I texted you like, I'll give you 30 to 60 seconds, but if they text you like in an hour, you're kind of salty that it took so long, right? Like, I texted you like an hour ago, you're like, sorry, I actually have a life, you know, type of thing. Um, yeah, no, that's really kind of interesting. Anybody else want to share? Yeah. I was going to say something similar to Tom, that sometimes we, we think of... When you ask if it's like a conversation, we uh, a conversation, and I say something, you say something, right. you say something. Whereas what God sometimes 
it is a conversation, but we don't think of it that way. When sometimes I yeah. may be praying about something, but later, as I'm studying my Bible or something like that, yeah. an, an answer will come that will go with something I prayed about in the morning, uh, or maybe yesterday, or maybe you know another time, or maybe a sermon or, or something else will right. kind of touch on that thing that we may be <clears throat> praying about. Right. So it may not feel like a conversation because it's not right away, but yeah. sometimes that conversation is just a little... Maybe his side is a little delayed <laughs> right. from what we expect in a conversation, but it's still there. Yeah. You know, I feel like this is a very... Um, somewhat of a private topic and it, there, there's a little bit of vulnerability in it because there's the answer that you think you want to give and then there's also the reality of maybe how it is right now. You follow what I'm saying? Like I, I think we're really good as a, in general, people that attend church or proclaim faith. They, we all know answers. Like that's the answer. And then this is reality. And sometimes answers in reality are in the same spot, but not necessarily all the time. Okay, I'm going to give you a continuum because you would like that. So I'm going to have you stand up. Okay. So this is a, we're going to, we're just going to pretend this is a line. Okay. So this would be one extreme of the question. And this would be the other extreme of the question. And based on where you think you're at, you would stand. Okay? So, for instance, um, I'll give you a, a, just a... Uh, I snore never all of the time, right? Type of thing. And so then you would just gravitate to wherever you are and... I don't, I'm asleep, so I don't know if I snore or not. Uh, sure no, but if I, yeah, if I get a smack in the face, you're like, ah, you know. No, I'm, I don't, as far as I know, I'm, I'm not, but maybe this is a good spot for me. So you feel what I'm saying? Look, that, that's how this works. Okay, so here's a question. Um, my prayers, when I pray, are... Always two-way conversation. When I'm talking to God, I talk to Him. He's talking right back. I'm hearing. We are we are having like it's happening all the time. Um, I it's always one way. I never hear Him when I'm having prayer or in my devotion. Like He's He just doesn't talk to me. So wherever you want to go. He's <laughs> gonna start singing "Kumbaya" if you huddle too close. You too close together there. <laughs> That's my spot. <laughs> it's not. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, go ahead. T turn to your neighbor in a non-awkward way. Not you don't have to be like this close, <laughs> like belly to belly. Uh, but go ahead and turn to your neighbor. I'll move this out of the way and uh, discuss why you're where you're at and discuss that. That. All right. Share, uh, some, someone like to share in the group what they heard or maybe what they said that you found interesting in, in dialogue on this. Yeah, Tommy. Here's something I thought of when I was sitting down. So, so you, Sherry, you just brought up something really interesting, and that is God speaks in different ways. Yes. Okay, so you said music and. Music through the Bible word when you're reading. Right, Bible, yeah. What you're reading or God answers 
Oh, that's so true. You know, I was I was going for a walk this morning, and I was I was having a conversation with them, and I'm like, I really need this answer. I was kind of you know impatient, and he did, he just he waited until I was in uh, chapel, like an hour later, that he just impressed it on my heart. He's like, yeah, this is what I want you to know. And so, have you ever done this? Have you ever just I'm I'm I, I'm self-professed that I'm weird. Have you ever just like started into a conversation with something that was in your mind? Like, and I don't, I don't only just do this with God. I do this with other people. Like, I'll process a conversation, and then I'll just continue talking out loud. Well, then, what do you think about? You know, my my, my wife will go, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I don't. I was just talking to someone. But I'll do that with the Lord. And he did this morning. I'm like, oh, that's good. And but then I just had to be quiet because I I don't know if anyone else does that. But uh, I probably, yeah. No, but I mean it's just really kind of cool. Like he waits and then he'll press later. How else does God speak to you guys? Like in any other ways? Yeah. Through other people. Other people? Through other people. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. I know, especially like spouses. Uh-huh. Or even our children. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, we'll be Bring a little tantrum or something, and yeah. our kids come to us. This happened to both of us, and they're yeah. like, um, "Should we pray?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you feel like this high, thinking, "Why did I think that?" Right. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. I was just thinking when I think of a prayer as a conversation, I think of it in the moment, not yeah. to get the answer later, yeah. like through music or yeah. whatever. So I think it's important. I'm trying to implement this more. I don't do it all the time, but to pray, I pray out loud so I don't yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. And then pause for a while after yeah. you pray, wait for an impression, and yeah. keep praying. Because that feels more like a conversation. Right. No, that's true. That's good. Go ahead and have a seat. Thank you. That's good. Really, really good stuff. Um, I noticed... And and I think this is uh, kind of kind of interesting. Um, I noticed that no one was on the extremes. Like I said, this is kind of a personal thing because you, you know you don't want to stand over here and go like, "Look, man, I don't, I don't even have a prayer life. We ain't talking right now." Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like that that would be an awkward thing. And not that I was trying to push any of those, but but I think even more awkward would be. If you stood right here, like people would be like, "Yeah, right." He talks to you all the time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or like you need medication, right? Or whatever. but but here's the question: Is are there is there any examples in Scripture of people who actually had that kind of relationship? Daniel, Daniel? Enoch, Enoch <laughs> walked with them. Moses, right? I don't know if you remember the story of Moses where his brother and sister like are, are kind of upset at him and they, they're doing some really nasty stuff. And God's like, look, when I talk to you, I need to talk to someone else. But when I talk to Moses, I talk to him face to face as a friend. Don't mess with my friend Moses. Right? And Moses is like, oh, don't kill him, Lord. Don't kill him. Please don't kill him. Right? And God's like, I'm just going to give them leprosy. Just seriously, they need leprosy. So, right? But that's what, isn't that true? That's not what happened. And like, all right, no more leprosy. Now, don't mess with Moses. How about that type of friendship, right? That's like super legit. 
<laughs> yeah, like that's a serious timeout. Leprosy, ah, you know, type of thing. Yeah, I just think the scripture is fun. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> anyway, anyone else can you think of? I mean, to be known as uh, a man after God's own heart. Right. I mean, to be known as that is compared to where he was at one point in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the right. Just later to, on in his life. Yeah, know. David was, yeah. Now, now here's another thing too. Like, how, we're, we're, and we're just, we don't talk about this, but this is really big. God Himself came to this planet to talk to us face to face. Like, that's a big one. He literally walked and talked to us and said, "I want to tell you how you could have a relationship like this with my Father." Right, Adam. Can you imagine not being able to hang out with your friend anymore? Or, or let's take it to the next level, not being able to talk to your child anymore like that, to hold. Oh, man. Just, just how badly he wants conversation, right? Oh. So I want to take you through a couple of texts. I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. If you have your Bibles... If not, if you have your cell phones, you know, whatever. Um, or just share in your groups if someone, you know, doesn't have that. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. And um, in your groups, just go ahead and, and read that text and then and talk about, um, just read it first. Go ahead, just read it. Go ahead. All right, Isaiah thirty twenty one. Tell me, uh, I'm going to ask you some really possibly obvious questions. Do you believe the Bible is true? So he's not lying when he's saying this. So it's possible. Well, let me throw this out at you too. Was that an Old Testament promise? Or could we apply that promise to our lives today? Is that possible? Like, do you think like in the worst period, time period in the history of the world, according to, to Bible Spirit of Prophecy, like this is as bad as it's getting right before he comes. Do you think he would still want to do this? <laughs> That's pretty intense. God is saying that He wants to actually tell you which way to go. That you could actually hear His voice. That's pretty exciting. Now, here's where I have a little dissonance or conflict. I hear that that's what He's saying, but I'm not seeing that. And here's the reason why I'm not seeing it. Is there are times where God is... T I, I actually hear His voice and I go, I don't want to do that. I literally have conversations where I go, yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. We're actually having dialogue. We're having prayer. We're having two-way conversation and I'm straight up being naughty. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get leprosy. 
Uh, let me let me give an example, and uh, this is a story I've told recently. I was on my way to the paint store, and the paint store is right next to this amazing sandwich shop called Mr. Pickles. If you're ever in California and you see a Mr. Pickles, go. <laughs> and don't forget the free cookie they give you. If they forget, remind them. I'm going to take that free cookie. Yes, that's exactly how you do it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get me a sub. I'm so happy they have to go do this errand. So I'm, I, get, I don't even get out of my car, and I see him sitting over there in front of the paint store. Now, in California, they're everywhere. This is this glorious land for homeless people. It's warm weather. I mean, they're everywhere. There actually is a special task force in this town just to deal with homelessness. Because they have camps, they have villages. I mean, it's a big deal. So here he is sitting there. And the Lord spoke to my heart. He talked to me. He straight up said, which, by the way, when God talks to you, shouldn't you be like, this is fantastic. We're having conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, would be like, all right. But not me. But the Lord said, you need to buy this guy a sandwich. And I go, yeah, okay, if he asks me. By the way, those of you that have children, small children, when they talk back to you, you're like, I don't think you understand. (laughs) That wasn't a suggestion. So I go, yeah, if he asks me. So I walk up. He's sitting there just like, yeah. I look right at him. I I actually made contact. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. And I make contact. He doesn't talk to me. He looks away. And I go, oh, sweet, I'm out of a sandwich. So I go into the paint store. And I'm in the paint store. And the Lord said, I want you to buy a sandwich. I'm a sandwich. Yeah, Lord, he didn't talk to me. So the guy's getting the paint. I'm literally doing this. <laughs> and then I said, but if he talks to me, I go, oh, I'll do it. So I get my paint, and I walk out, and make eye contact with him again. He looks away, and I go, sweet. I just saved 10 bucks. I'm a horrible person. I understand that. So put the paint in the car, go to Mr. Pickles. I'm lined up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting me a Billy Baru. You know, I'm excited. Special names for the sandwiches. You know it's going to be good. Fresh bread, sourdough, it's happening. And I'm like, yes. And then all of a sudden, here I hear this. Are you going to buy him a sandwich or what? (laughs) Like, true. And I go, fine, I'll buy him a sandwich. I did it in the line. And then the people around me looked like, what in the world? <laughs> Two belly burrows. So I, I get the sandwich, and I walk on like, eh, here we go. This is going to be awkward. It's not even going to be awkward, but in my mind, it's awkward. So I bring the sandwich. I go, hey, man, you hungry? And I just hold out the sub like this. He grabs like he would have took my hand off if it wasn't attached, and he says... He uses quite colorful language, but the the message is clear. He was hungry. He didn't look at me. He just devoured the sandwich. He was so hungry. And I was like, yeah, I guess he was hungry. I said, hey, God bless you. And I just got in my car and took off. And uh, and then God's like, you know, why was that so hard? I don't know. Because I'm an idiot. But we're talking. But we're in prayer. 
We're having dialogue. It's a really good thing. And he's, and he says to me lovingly, and by the way, I'm not making this up. I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being extroverted. This, I'm just being real. This is what happened. He's like, you know, I, I like it to not be that hard. Need to. And that was it. Amen. Prayer over. But I think, I think it's possible for us to have that type of relationship. Let me throw another text at you. Check this out. Open your Bibles. Read this as a, in your groups. John chapter 10, verses 1 through 5. John chapter 10, verses 1 through 5. All right. John 10, 1 through 5. Go ahead. Whoever wants to read it, go ahead and read it. And, uh, and, and just when you're done in your groups, if you get done early or whatever, just process, you know, what's that look like today? That's pretty, that's pretty intense. It is. You read that kind of incredulously, right? Like, yeah, I do. Totally. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. It's, it's problematic. Like, yeah. I know the Bible's right, but like, I'm not, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, what's wrong with me? Because I don't. Right. Exactly. Right. How am I that I can't hear? That's, you need to bring that up. That's good. All right, let's talk about this. What? I'm not, hey, I'm not going to call you out, Len. That's not going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kelly's in. All right. Anybody want to share what they, what came out of their discussions or what they, oh, they read, what they read? Sure. So now you have levels of, I don't want to hear his voice. Um, well, I, I'd like to, but I, why am I not? And I'm assuming you have those that do hear his voice. For, for, let me ask you this on a practical level. Do you, do you have people who they can just speak and you absolutely know who they are? Like if, we, you, know, if you had someone in this room hidden and they spoke, like you would be like, that's my husband. That's my wife. Right? Now that number is probably smaller than all of the people that you know. I know some people that know each other just by how they, you can hear their breath. I remember the story we were playing Capture the Flag in high school and a friend of mine, was your cousin, Steve. We were playing hide, uh, like it was in the dark. I forget what it was. Not hide and go seek, but something. And uh, we're up in this, and this isn't. He didn't spin on anybody, but he went ah, and he spit, and his just his intonation of spitting. I go, and Steve, I could tell just by his spit. And and he's like, what? How could you tell from my spit? I'm like, I just know. And it was him. It was hilarious, you know, type of thing. But <laughs> but I'm mean, like having that, right? You must have. Right. Well, we're in a dorm, right? I mean, like we were always together. Exactly. So that type of that type of super close connection. And apparently the sheep know the voice of the shepherd so much. Like you hear stories, you can put a bunch of sheep together and the shepherd's like, over here. And they all only his sheep come out. If you've ever had a problem with Abraham and Isaac's story, it kind of clears up when you think Abraham knew. God's voice. He didn't have a Bible. He was living Genesis. It hadn't been written yet. Right? Now, I'm not suggesting that the Bible is a, the, you know, that's a strong way that God speaks. All I'm saying is apparently they were at a level that I'm not. And if we use the logic of those people that we really know their voice are the ones we spend all the time with and we talk to the most, maybe that's how it works with God. Maybe that's where 
he wants us to be. And Abraham's family, where he came from, was all heathen. Right. Exactly. So that's really intriguing. Right. Lloyd, that's, a, that's a great point because, you know, that you hear people, how do you tell the difference between a confederate, or a, uh, excuse me, a um, confederate, um, a bad dollar bill and a counterfeit, thank you. <laughs> so it's Civil War idea, you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So counterfeit is you stare at the real, right? And you just know, you absolutely know. And you can tell the difference. That's that's really good. Let me let me read to this this quote. We'll we'll, we'll wrap this up here in in um, in Desire of Ages, page six sixty eight. This is pretty amazing. She says, "If we come to him in faith, he will speak his mysteries to us personally. Our hearts will often burn within us as one draws as one capital O draws nigh to commune with us." As he did with Enoch. Like he wants Enoch type relationship with you. What? Because <laughs> with Enoch, he was like, you know, just come home with me. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I've sinned, and you know, yeah, we'll work that through. Just come home. I, one preacher said it this way we're closer to my house than yours. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Wouldn't it be fantastic? Back to this this tech, modern technology. You talk to each other so much that when you see each other, you don't need to catch up. You follow what I'm saying? You're like, hey, what'd you do yesterday? You know. Wouldn't it be fantastic when Jesus comes in the clouds of glory? We will be amazed and we will be transformed and it will be awesome. But we will have already known Him. I think that that's probably what God is saying when he says, I want to have a stronger prayer life with you. It's not about give me your to-do list or make sure that you're saved every day, although that's a piece. I just want to have such a close relationship with you because I just absolutely love you. I think God loves to have dialogue with his, his people. And I think it's extremely possible. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.